get right into it so I have a question for you guys when it comes to when it comes to going through your partner's phone when you're going when you're going through your significant other's phone or I shouldn't say when do you think that is a breach of trust a breach of privacy I'm someone my phone is really really boring like my phone is so dry my FBI agent's probably just like, man, please do something. My probably my FBI agent's probably like left the computer and not even following what I do anymore. But do you think it's acceptable to go through your partner's phone? Personally, if you feel I believe that if you feel the need to go through their phone, you should not be in a relationship with this person because you don't trust them. That's just me. I'm someone, there's nothing on my phone. There really isn't. But I would feel really hurt if someone went through my phone. Because it's none of your business. It just isn't any of your business. There was an article from the Daily Dot. From uh, Charlotte Colombo. It's from March 15th. A TikTok appearing to show a uh, woman trick her boyfriend into getting a hand tattoo before breaking up with him has divided users on the app, with many debating not only if she took it too far, but also whether she crossed the boundary by looking at his phone without his permission. The clip, which has gotten more than 30,000 views, shows the user and her apparently oblivious then-boyfriend before, during, and after getting a hand tattoo while music from the HBO show Euphoria played in the background. Revealing her intentions via on-screen text, the TikToker wrote, Went through my boyfriend's phone. Didn't like what I saw, so I booked him an appointment to get my artwork tattooed. He picked the placement. I'm going to break up with him now. With the video going viral, a lot of viewers were divided on whether this was the right way for the user to handle the, their relationship. Some were amused and supportive of the choice, with one comment saying, This is chaotically evil and I love it. While another described the event as, quote, queen behavior, end quote. Another commenter asked, nah, what did he do? Very few things weren't something like this. However, not all commenters were supportive of the revenge method. One user said it was, quote, super weird, while another said, y'all will do anything except just leave. Um, and I'll also say that if you feel that someone's cheating, just leave. Leave. I, 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 there's so many people who, like, they'll plot and they'll plan and they'll scheme and it's just... It's just like you're giving that person way too much power over you because you're letting them consume your 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 mental energy to come up with a way how can I get this person back? Just leave. That's why it's 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 similar to the saying success is the best revenge. When you don't get back at the person who hated you or tried to talk down to you, it's just okay, you just you just shut up and you work you work your behind off. And then people see the results. And you don't even acknowledge what they, what they say. That's the best form of revenge. Of revenge. But I, I just do have to ask you guys. Do you think it's acceptable to go through your partner's phone? I've never wanted... L- let me just be honest. I'm someone... I don't want to know what people are thinking. I don't want to know what... 
people are looking at on their phones or their laptops. I really have no desire to know. I have no interest. Okay, that's I, I think if I think if you're someone who's who does do that, you're kind of a you're not a megalomaniac, but you're someone who I don't know, you you, you seek power out. And I think that's ugly and not necessarily a good thing. I I just I, I can't I've never had the desire to go through my partner's phone. I, that's never been me. I've never desired it. And I, I think it's wrong. Relationships are founded upon trust. They're founded upon... That, that's the fundamental layer. Okay? Because it's not just attraction. Because you can be... Attra- two people can be attracted to each other, but not together. You can be with someone, and you don't trust them. But the thing is, okay, I trust you, I like you, let's do this, let's, let's work, let's work this out, let's build something better. That's the fundamental part of a relationship. That's the foundation. And if you feel the need to go through your partner's phone or their laptop or their, their social media, there's a problem. And people will say, well, well, what about hiding? Uh, I think if someone's hiding something, or if they say, well, can I, can I see it? And it's like, no, you can't. I, I personally wouldn't be offended. That's, that's just me. But I don't know. L- let me know what you guys think. Let me keep reading. Another TikTok comment, which the original poster responded to with the second video took issue with the fact that she was checking her boyfriend's phone in the first place. Quote, not defending him, but how about we stop going through people's phones without consent? The user asked. In response, the TikToker made a video in which they claimed that the, that they bought their boyfriend's phone and added in the video description, I gave myself consent. Several users also asked the TikToker for an update on their relationship, which led them making a third video. In this video, they explained that while they and the boyfriend were indeed broken up, she had moved 15 hours away from home for him and that they still live together and work together she admitted the work part at least was super awkward the tiktoker uh, tiktok user didn't respond to the daily dots request for comment via instagram direct message so this is major things like this you want to be with someone that you can trust and if you really question your relationship with someone, if you question, I wonder what they're doing. They're not doing this. They haven't texted me back. They haven't called me at this point in time. And again, this is also why I say if someone cheats on you, just end the relationship. Because your level of trust has maxed out. You will never have more trust ever after you've been cheated on. There's always going to be that nagging part of you, no matter how small you want it to be, and no matter how much you try to work past it and work on it and go to counseling. There's going to be that part of you that says, I wonder what they're doing. Why hasn't this person texted me back? Why why haven't they done this? Why haven't they done that? How come they put their phone away real quick? Why do they close their laptop? How come they just changed the tab? What, what, what were they doing? Your brain is going to do those things. And it can cause lots of problems. So if you feel the need 
to change your, to, to, to do whatever and to not let your partner see or you, you, you question what your partner's doing. You should not be in a relationship with this person. If you can't, cause one of the beautiful things about a relationship is that you can be vulnerable. You can be yourself. If you can't be yourself and you can't be vulnerable with this person, you shouldn't be in a relationship with them. Cause then that means you're not being, you're not being authentic. You're being fake. You're, you're pretending you're holding back. You should be able to be, you should be able to be completely comfortable with your partner. Your flaws, your insecurities. That's part of being in a relationship. And that's what makes it so beautiful. Two people can come together and say, Hey, I have these problems. This other person says, Hey, I have these problems. And you help to build each other up and you help each other to build something greater. That's what a relationship is. And if you can't do that, you, you should probably do some self, um, reflecting. Now, I will also, I also want to come to another article. Um, there's a woman in Australia named Mel, Mel Greg or Greg. It's G, G R E I G. First of all, I'll say this name. Grieg, Mel Grieg, I'm going to assume. Um, from the sun, I let a guy move in after date one. He claimed he was a top exec. He ghosted me. Then things got a lot worse. Now, you know, I've been seeing stuff like the, t- the Tinder swindler and these people who are getting scammed on dating apps. I really don't know how that happens. I don't know how you can be so trusting of someone so quickly. But that's just me. But that's not the point that I want to talk about. The TV personality in Australia who recently celebrated her 40th birthday was, quote, scammed, end quote, by a man she met on a dating app when she lent him money because he lost his bank card in 2017. After handing over the cash, he went on to block her and she never saw her money or the man again. The shocking experience left Mel scarred with the Gold Coast-based woman telling the morning show on Thursday that she, quote, hasn't dated since, end quote. Uh, quote, I dated a guy for a few days, and looking back, I can see the red flags. Somehow in that time, I managed to pay, to see his pay slip that he made, that said he made over 300000 uh, Australian dollars. After three days of staying with me, his bank card went missing. After loaning him the money, he asked me, he asked to borrow some more money, but when Mel said no, he disappeared. I didn't feel comfortable because he hadn't paid that first thousand. Um... Let me, I want to come down here to this because this is the main, this is the main point. So as a result of her encounter, Mel hasn't dated anyone for five years, something she hasn't, she says she's not ready to finally give another go. I'm ready to dust off the dating app. She said she also discussed recently losing 13 kilograms after being diagnosed with type two diabetes. I just felt dumbfounded. When she, when that happened, and I just wanted to give up on my health. However, when her doctor explained it was reversible by adjusting your diet and losing weight, Mel saw it as an opportunity to regain control. So, I came across this other article from um, this woman named Luann Ward, or it's not by her, but she talks about eight unattract- 
eight qualities making you unattractive to others. And the eighth one that she mentions is lacking body confidence. I'll say this. When it comes to your body, you owe it to yourself to be in the best shape possible. And you also owe it to your partner to be in the best shape possible. Because you want to be attractive to the other person. Now, again, we're not asking. No one, you shouldn't demand that a person has is the best looking person in the world because that's just unreasonable. But you should take care of your body. You should exercise and you should do things like that. The top cause for top t- for type 2 diabetes is weight problems, excess weight, being overweight or being obese. This is from the CDC, Diabetes Fast Facts. The big picture, more than 37 million people in the United States have diabetes and one in five of them don't know they have it. Well, that's scary. That's more than 7 million people. 96 million U.S. adults over a third have pre-diabetes, and more than 8 in 10 of them don't know they have it. Diabetes is the seventh leading cause of death in the United States and may be underreported. Type 2 diabetes accounts for approximately 90 to 95% of all diagnosed cases of diabetes, where type 1 is only 5 to 10%. In the last 20 years, the number of adults diagnosed with diabetes has more than doubled doubled as the American population has aged and become more overweight or obese. Now, let me say this about Mel. She's supposedly 40. She looks older than 40. Okay, she looks about... 47, 45, 47, somewhere in there. She looks older than she is, and that's really sad. Now... One of those factors is the fact that she is, uh, uh, she's a bigger girl. And also, she has, um, she's white. White girls, let me say this. Actually, just white people, let me say this. You have to work with what you have in your body. Your body has strengths, it has weaknesses. And you have to build on those strengths and protect those weaknesses and try to build those up. One of the downsides of being white is that your skin is very, ages very easily and rather quickly. The number of white girls that I know that talk about, oh my gosh, I look, I'm starting to look older than I really am. It, it, it's really sad. And I'm just like, if you just, if you just put sunscreen on and just took care of your skin, it'd be a lot better. Even if you just simply put sunscreen on, don't tan, avoid alcohol and drugs, you will be fine. Now, it won't be the same as black don't crack, but you're doing the best thing for your skin. Your diet is important. Sunscreen is important. Okay? When I saw that this woman was 40, I was shocked. Because she looks... And to be clear... She's not, she's not an ugly woman by any means. I don't think she's ugly. But I thought she was older than she actually is. So what you want to do is take care of your skin. There are so many girls that I see that are white. And they, they look older than they actually are. I see it all the time. 
I remember I went, uh, I was, uh, I was talking to the, I was talking to this girl. We, n- nothing romantic, but I was just talking to her. And, um, she asked me how old I thought she was. And I said, well, uh, 27. She was so offended. I mean, she was legitimately offended. She was like, how dare you say that? How could you say that? I said, ma'am, you just, you asked me how old I thought you were. I said, well, how old are you? And she said, I'm 22. At the time of this conversation, I was 21. She was a year older than me, but looked six years older than me. She was tanned up and all that. And it's not a good look. Stop tanning. It's stupid. It's dangerous. It's bad for your skin. There is no such thing as a healthy tan. It does not exist. Stop doing it. Okay? Love your skin. It's okay if you're really pasty. It doesn't make you... I don't know know where this idea came from. That if your skin is really, really white or really, really pasty, it's unattractive. I don't know where that came from. I don't know who told you that. But it's not true. There's people of all complexions that are physically attractive. There's people of all complexions that are beautiful or handsome. But when you tan yourself, it's, it, I'll say this, it's not, it's not a good look. I'm, I'm, I get turned off. That's just me personally. Because one, it's not good. Let me, let me tell you what tanning is. Tanning is burning. It's another word for burning. I just, I just, I'm going to go get a tan. Which is pretty much saying, I'm going to go get a burn. You're going to burn, you literally burn your skin. It's not a good look. Love your skin the way it is. Take care of it. Moisturize it with lotion. Avoid alcohol. Avoid drugs. And eat right. Okay, that's the best thing that you can do. You want to look younger. I have people who think, and this is not to brag or anything. This is just kind of part of being black. It's people think I'm younger than I am. I have still have people who think that I'm 17 or 18. Okay. Especially when I have no, especially when I have no facial hair. Right now, I do have facial hair. So people are like, oh, are you 20? 23. Okay. I take care of my skin. I put lotion on it. I say this specifically to, to, to white people. Take care of your skin, okay? You, this tanning thing, I don't know why you guys do it, and I don't really know why it started. But it's not a good look. And yeah, this is kind of a random episode, but this has been something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Okay? Take care of your skin. Take care of your body. I'm glad that this woman lost weight. Okay, she lost 13 kilograms, which not I'm not sure how much that is. I want to say that's like like 20-ish pounds, which is which is a significant amount. But this diabetes thing, we got to get it under control, man. This is this is this also is from the CDC. Listen to this. Cost: 
medical costs and lost work and wages for people with diagnosed diabetes total $327 billion yearly. I'm going to read that again. Medical costs and lost work and wages for people with diagnosed diabetes total $327 billion annually. Medical costs for people with diabetes are twice as high for people who don't have diabetes. So just getting diabetes, you're doubling your medical costs. Whatever you spend now, if you don't have diabetes, double that number if you do have if you do have diabetes. It's an, it, that's insane. And how can we beat that? Get your weight under control. That's the that obesity and being overweight, having excess weight is the number one cause of obesity. It is not sugar, it is not butter, it's excess weight. Okay? I'm someone and I I, I admit I use I use a good amount of butter when I cook, but I'm not fat. And I, my cholesterol is healthy. Okay? I get my levels checked multiple times a year. Okay? Keeping your body in shape is the best thing that you can do. I'm telling you. When Luann War talks about, you know, lacking body confidence, you should be confident. You should be confident in yourself, but you should also take care of your body. One thing Andrew Schultz said is when he was talking about uh, fat models on Joe Rogan's podcast. It was a pretty funny uh, segment. But he was saying that the thing that frustrates him the most are fat models. And he talked about, you know, how actors want some attention. Actors, they desire attention. So what do they do? They, mem- they memorize some lines and they act. Uh, comedians, they want attention. They feel like they don't deserve it. But what do they do? They give you, they try to make you laugh. They give you some joy, you give them some attention. That's the even exchange. And he said regular models are at least willing to keep their bodies in check. They keep them, you know, Haley Bieber, Yara Shahidi, Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid. These are women who are willing to keep their body in check. Okay. Taylor Hill, very beautiful woman who take care of their bodies. Yet there are women who demand, who are, and it's, again, why do I say women? Because it's not guys who do this. It's, it's women who are bigger. And let me say this. I don't have a problem with fat models. To be clear, I, when, when it comes to clothing, because there's people of different sizes, you want to see, okay, well, well, I don't have that body type. What's that shirt going to look like on me? You want to know what that shirt's going to look like on you or what those pants are going to look like or what that sweater's going to look like. So I have no problem with models of different sizes. I think I actually think it's a fair idea and it, it makes sense because that way people know, okay, well, that's what I'm going to look like because I'm kind of built like that guy. I'm kind of built like her. So that's kind of what it would look like on me. And also the same with various skin tones. And also, but what, what I do have a problem with is when fat models demand that they be seen just as beautiful as the Taylor Hills of the world, the Yara Shahidis, Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid, Zendaya, these women who are thin, they keep their bodies in shape, and they are beautiful. You cannot, you cannot demand, or I should say reasonably demand, that you be seen as beautiful as someone else. It doesn't work that way. You have to take care of your body. These models, 
they they sacrifice the things that you and I eat they 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 don't eat things that you and I do a lot a lot of them they don't do they do things that you and I don't have to they exercise they work out okay it's not all it's not an all a glamorous lifestyle for most models so you have to be fair with that but I I will say this I'm glad that this woman lost weight and right here I'm on I'm on her website melgree.com dot au okay and right here she's talking about protecting yourself going back to the whole uh skin cancer thing and the the tanning thing um this from March 15th protect yourself from skin cancer when I the, when was the last time you checked your skin spots I remember going to the dermatologist one year ago for the first time at age 39. How could it have taken me so long, taken me that long to have my skin checked? I'm fair skinned with freckles and moles. That's really sad. Again, you want to know, you want to know the strengths and weaknesses of your body. Okay. I know that I have sickle cell anemia. I know that there are things that I have to do to protect myself from, uh, things like strokes. Uh, 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 how to minimize organ organ damage and stuff like that. I have to be smart about what I do with my body and what I put in my body. Okay, it's just un it's just unbelievable. She said it wasn't until I moved to the Gold Coast one year ago, and during the move, I noticed that a mole on my chest was bleeding. Not only was it painful, but it freaked me out because I knew I hadn't stayed on. Top of checking my skin spots. And of course I have a brilliant excuse. Cough, cough. I put my career first and my health second. I was too busy to organize an appointment. The dermatologist, it, it was just hard. It was hard enough just getting to the doctor's doctor for scripts. It's unreal. So, guys, take care of your body. Be smart about this. This is this is a woman who's 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 um moderately attractive okay and what is she doing she's saying you know what i gotta make these changes okay i i i'm they said i have diabetes what do i do i lose weight okay calories in calories out in terms of in terms of sunspots if you're fair skin especially get to the dermatologist take care of your skin i'm a huge advocate for taking care of your health i'm someone i've been in the hospital more times than I, more times than I wish, more more times than I can really count. And there's so many people who are in the hospital because they just sim- they simply don't take care of their body. That's why they're in. Poor lifestyle choices, bad eating habits, they drink too much, lack of exercise. I'm a person where I have to look at someone if I'm if I'm going to be with them romantically. I got to say, do you take care of your body? Do you exercise? Do you, uh, do you drink? Do you smoke? To me, to me, these are big deals. I know what it means to be unhealthy. Okay. I've been there and I hate it. And it's no fault of my own. I have sickle cell anemia. It's a genetic thing. There's nothing I can do about it. But there's people who just, they live poor lifestyles and they put the wrong things in their body and they, they needlessly do things like tan, which is just, why, why would you, why would you deliberately harm your skin? Why would you deliberately harm your body? That's what tanning is. Why would you drink? It's deliberately hurting your 
organs. It's a bad idea. Don't do it. Be smart about yourself. Okay? There's really nothing that aggravates me more than people who don't take care of their bodies. That's why I I received... I'm going to say this and I'm going to close. I received some... Some emails regarding my comments on rejecting fat women. It's like, how could you not date a fat woman? Like, that's, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty harsh. And it's like, look, it's not an unreasonable request to ask someone to be healthy and be in shape. I'm not saying you have to look like Kate Moss. I'm not say I'm not saying that, and I don't expect that. I'm just asking, can you be in shape? Can you take care of your body? I'm not asking you to be a size zero. But I am asking you, whatever your, whatever your, and again, the weight, the number on the scale doesn't matter as much as people think it. It kind of does, but what matters is what is your lifestyle? Are you, are you putting the right things in your body? Are you keeping the wrong things out of your body? Are you exercising regularly? Those things matter. It's a reasonable request to say, can you just be in shape? That's it. And let me let me say this. If anyone tries to shame you for having standards that simple, having standards saying, you know what, can you just be healthy? That's that's very reasonable. That's a reasonable request. It's not saying, hey, can you make can you I well how come you're not making six figures? Making six figures is hard. Can you well why why how come you how can you how can you drive a, a Prius? Why don't you where's 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 your, where's your Maserati? It takes a lot of money to have a Maserati. Well, 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 well why, well, how, how come, how come you're not, how come you're not six foot two? I, I don't, I don't mess with guys under six feet. Because height is mostly genetic. I can't do anything about that. But asking someone to be healthy and to put their best foot forward in terms of their health that is a very reasonable request. And if someone shames you for having that request or having that standard, they're not for you.